And welcome to Nerd vs. World, episode 54, Con Nerd. I'm Brendan. I'm Spindles. I'm Emma. And I'm Megan. Yeah, you've got a full house today. Yay! Lots Yay. to catch up on. So we've got, so we've got MCM, recap MCM recap news. We've, we're treated to a playtest of Super Dungeon Explorer a couple of weekends back, so we'll be talking about that. This is the first time we've got together since the Star Wars trailer was released, so we'll fanboy about that a little <laughs> bit. And then the burning question on everyone's lips is Glenn dead? A Walking Dead spoiler, actually, if you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah. <But> spoiler alert! <laughs> Glenn might be dead. <laughs> but we'll see. To be fair, it was a week old. You should have watched it by now. Yeah, this is true. Well, by, by Friday, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, yeah. sure that everybody will have watched it. Okay, so why don't you three tell me all about the fun you had at MCM whilst I was at home watching the photos and the compounds <laughs> go up, <laughs> seething slightly in unbridled, so sorry, unbridled jealousy. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when they announced that on Sunday that that panel was coming up, and I was like, Brendan will kill me for this. <laughs> start at the start. So, yeah, okay, well, we'll start because I, I went down Friday, as, as I normally do. Um, and Friday was interesting. There were a couple of... Um, uh, kind of premiere screenings of things. It was the second episode of Man in the High Castle. Yeah, they, cool. They yeah, screened there, but I didn't watch it because I haven't seen episode one. Oh, the pilot's very good. Yeah, that was part of Amazon's pilot season last yeah. year. So I'm really happy it got picked up for a full season because it was awesome. And again, it's another Philip K. Dick yeah. um, adaptation. So. So, yeah, that, that was premiered there, and by all accounts seemed to go down quite well. Yeah. Uh, I spent the majority of Friday just wandering around, looking at the kind of new games and stuff that were kicking around, and saying hello to the various people as I was wandering around. Uh, so, yeah, it was cool. There were, there were no interviews or anything scheduled for Friday, so it was mainly just bimbling around the con, seeing what there was to offer, and just, yeah, being interested in, in the shift of kind of... Tone. There was more Star Warsy stuff this time, obviously. <laughs> obviously. We're in the, but notable by its absence was there was no Star Wars Battlefront stall, which was a bit weird. And also, game was missing. There was no game stall, yeah. Hmm. Which is very odd. Normally, there's a massive game booth because it's the run up to Christmas and they want to pre order everything. Yeah. So there was um, computer exchange, but there was no game. That's a bit weird. Yeah. Mm. Maybe they'll be at Birmingham in a couple of weeks. Possibly, yeah. But there was no big game floor show like there has been for, say, was it Arkham Knight? Where well, yeah, I mean, there, there, was, there was a reasonable size booth for Assassin's Creed Syndicate, but, but that that's was over 18. Yeah. yeah. It could be because EGX was like a couple of weekends back. True, yeah. yeah. You know. And that, yeah, that, you know, that's a whole weekend yeah. of just a gaming convention. And Battlefront are dealing with all the fallout from the open beta they just did. Mm. So, it's still glitchy as fuck. Yeah. So probably didn't want to put too much out there. Possibly. Well, I mean, the, the demo footage that they've had at the other cons has been quite good, mm. so... I'm, who knows? Who knows? But, but I'm still buying it anyway. <laughs> and there was Assassin's Creed people dressed up. Yes, yeah, I think I think it was the same people who were at EGX, was just the same people dressed up in, in Assassin's Creed costumes. Cool. Because that's, uh, that's hit the release now, that, that is out. Yeah. So everybody else, go play Assassin's Creed Syndicate, it's awesome. It's got really good reviews. Steampunk London. That's kind of your your best dream, isn't it? God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like I haven't been going on about it all year or anything. 
Yeah. We only turned up very late because um, Megan went to school and uh, we pesky school. Pesky school. I had, <laughs> we had to learn. I'm sorry. <laughs> Getting in the way of conventions and being <laughs> yeah. a geek. Damn you, school! <laughs> so we came down a bit later. So we only caught the end of the day on oh. Friday. And then. Really, well, yeah, Saturday was the usual busy day. That's the day when we had all of the, the press panels and stuff lined up. So uh, once again, we got to see the, the, the lovely Saul Rubinek, who I, I, it, there are about three people at these things that I could just sit and listen to all day. Saul Rubinek is one of them. Uh, John Noble, I could sit and listen to him all day. And my new favourite, Edward James Olmos, who I could just listen to for my entire life. I could just sit in a room and go, tell me things. <laughs> Speak. Yes, yeah, speak. Tell us your tales, this, wise one. This, Tell this, me your story. This, of course, being the first ground for bitter seeding jealousy <laughs> on my part. <laughs> yeah. How how was the Edward James Olmos panel, dude? Well, it was it was awesome. We did uh, we, we actually went to the main panel in the morning, and I recorded the whole of that. So that's going to be going out on YouTube. Awesome. Because um, the um, well, the one on Sunday went out, but we'll get to that in a bit. So yeah, it was brilliant, and he. He, he basically, one of the most interesting themes of what he said is he said, what you need to do is watch Battlestar Galactica all the way through, and then at the point, you know, where at the end it's like, this has happened before and will happen again and stuff. When that finishes, then you put Blade Runner on. Because that's the continuation. The replicants are the Cylons, and it's like a continuation of the story. No. Yeah, <laughs> this is from Edward James Olmos. He said, yeah, that's it. He's the like biggest that. uber fan of both of yeah, them. Yeah, he is. Really? It's mm. obvious that he's he's such a fan of he both says, of those. Every time anyone comes around to his house, he says, have you seen Battlestar Galactica? No, I'll put it on. <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice to hear, because you kind of worry that, like, Sometimes these actors get sick to death of the franchises they're famous for. Yeah, well, I think, nice I think to hear a lot of the storylines and stuff in, in BSG really resonated for him. And uh, the, he did it based on the treatment that he was given. And the first couple of pages of the treatment were about how to read the script and kind of saying this is where we're coming from with it, so read it like this. Yeah. And he really loved the idea and apparently had a clause in his contract that said, you know, the, the moment that you have a kind of wibbly alien gribble turn up, then Adama will be having a heart attack and you will have to write him out of the show. <laughs> no monster of the week, please. Fair play. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's engaging, he's charismatic, he's got great stories. And, yeah, I, I could just listen to him talk for hours. Did he talk much about Asian? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Um, he talked a little bit about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, not a huge amount, but again, it, it, it's all on the on, on the video. And it, cool. it can go out and you can yeah, have a look at that. the main reason he did that was because he, he he was the proper S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, he was he, yeah. given the option to be the real S.H.I.E.L.D. The real S.H.I.E.L.D. I was so yeah. glad that they killed him off. Yes. They, I so think a, a lot of what he does is down to the integrity of the characters rather mm. than what it is he's been offered of money yeah it's all and the only reason why he did the battle star was because it was central to the things that he's interested in um, um and especially you know with them going to the un yeah did, did you know about this no apparently during the the run of, of bsg uh him um the Lady Mary, who plays the, the president, Laura Rosalind, and uh, the two showrunners, got invited to the UN and did a three-hour press conference for the whole of the UN talking about the relevance of what happens in Battlestar Galactica 
in modern society. That's very cool. So apparently, it's on YouTube. It's a three-hour video. Apparently, yeah, on well, YouTube. I, I don't know who is watching a three-hour video. So they, yeah, they did about um, eight minutes from the show, and then eight minutes of the UN saying, "Well, why that was applicable mm. um, in the real world, world situation," and um, then they did a question and answer sessions. So it was um, pretty all much about you know reconciliation mm. and, and what to do with terrorism and. You know, um, and apparently he's got a really great rant about, you know, because he was saying about the different races and he said, look, there's only one race. Yeah. We are only one race. We are different cultures, but we are one race. Mm. And it's not like with the Cylons being a race and the humans being a race, we only have to reconcile one. So it was a very, very inspiring talk of what he gave over the weekend and alluded to from this this uh, UN speech. So I think... Yeah, I will be going to watch it as soon as I get a chance to, and I, I would urge anyone, on the basis of how he put that across, I would urge anyone to go and read it because he's, uh, yeah, he, it's very inspiring the way he talks about it. It's referenced in both the panel and also in the interviews yeah. afterwards. Cool. Um, which. You know, both great takes on it. Yeah, so they'll all be going out. We've got the, the the YouTube video and then the interview panel will be going out as a as a podcast. The other person who's very inspiring was um, R J Mitty. R J Mitty, yes. He was talking about the work that he does to um, bring people, you know, who have alleged disabilities into working in film and television to show that you know it's an ability, it's something that they can do, it's something that will enrich. The, the workforce. Yeah, and he's mm. talking about how to change the perception of people with disabilities so you don't see the disability first and then the person through the disability, you just see the person. Yeah. And how that works in Breaking Bad as well. Yeah. And, you know, Junior comes forward as, as a person, whereas initially you may just see the disability. So, yeah, I think, was that all of our panels? Uh, oh, God, no, there was the, the Game of Thrones panel. On, on Saturday as well. How many John Snow, is John Snow alive questions were oh, there? No, there were, there, there were none really. Um, That's a surprise. It was, quite, it was interesting because two thirds of the panel are all, all dead. <laughs> uh, had, had, quite uh, recently dead as well. Well, I was going to say, had Stannis turned up, it would have been three quarters of the panel that were dead. Oh, uh, did Stannis not turn up? Uh, he, I think he was late or something, so he couldn't make the press one. He was there for the, the, the full panel the next day. So but uh, no, it was uh, Lancel Lannister, Sir Berenstain, and um, Merrin Trant. Who was so, saying about you know his death and how. It just utterly devastated him that he was such a nasty person, and that filming really took it out of him. Mm. And they really had to just go for it at the end because, you know, it's it's very emotional what he says. Mm. And again, yeah, we recorded the whole of that one, so that one will also be going out on YouTube. We've done a lot of recording of panels this time. So, yeah, we, we've come back with quite a lot from this one. That's cool. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was the Saturday. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. I think one of the questions I posed to Lancel Lannister, uh, I don't think he quite got what I was asking, but the guy who played Merrin Trant answered it more along the lines of what I was thinking, which is, uh, as Lancel Lannister is primarily responsible for the downfall of Cersei last season, now that Cersei back you know I think you might be in for a bit of retribution next season what do you think and he was a bit like oh I don't know and then he was talking about the kind of the, the socio-political stuff and Religion the guy playing Marion Trump was like no no she doesn't forgive people you're going to be in for a world of hurt yeah. <laughs> but they they were also fans um, oh god yeah the way they talk about the show yeah 
Awesome. So yeah, that was very. So yeah, that was very cool. Unfortunately, during all of this, we abandoned Megan. Well, no, I abandoned you. We didn't abandon. She abandoned us. Fair play, Meg. What did you get up to? I went steampunk area, and I didn't leave. And didn't leave. Yes. That that is what I did. I was just. And you had a bit of a wander as well. Yeah, I did. I was just kind of sat helping people and having fun and watching panels at the steampunk area. Sweet. So, yeah, that that was most of Saturday. And then, of course, Sunday happened. Yeah, Sunday happened. <laughs> uh, I was just, we watched a bit of the, the, the librarians Well, yeah, we, 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 we caught the end of the librarians at panel with Noah At which point they announced something. Um, yeah, at that point they announced that at, uh, I think it was 2 o'clock, there was going to be uh, a con man panel that uh, Alan Tudyk was in the building and would be coming on with Nolan North to do a panel about Conman. And you said you weren't going to leave. And at that point I said, I am not moving anywhere, because I was on the front row. (laughs) I am not going anywhere. You have to go on a mission of mercy and go and get my camera. get the camera. And come back with the camera. And Um, then I had food. And, you know, I brought you a camera and a coffee and a coffee yes because so yeah before that came on there was a, it was rj mitty and saul rubinek came out poor saul rubinek just as he was about to finish they did a massive announcement over the tannoy saying in five minutes time on the main stage there will be a panel from Conman. and and so he was in the middle of an answer of a question and he kind of sat there for a second after the, the tannoy announcement had finished and went so that'll be me fucking off then will it <laughs> Bless. Very, very funny. <laughs> He's such a great guy. I, I love him to bits because of the interview panel that we did. Uh, essentially, I asked a question at the start and that was it. He answered that question. That was the whole panel. <laughs> but you've, you've interviewed him before. I have interviewed yeah, him yeah. before, yeah. And, and he, he recognised me, which was really nice. That's cool. That was quite cool. Um, yeah. So, So, you know, I'll get over it. <laughs> okay, with the fact that I miss being in the same place as Alan Tudyk. Um, we were very close. Don't rub it in, Emma. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, this isn't what he wants to hear. Yeah, I don't know how close you were. Know that we were in the back row. We could yeah. see. I, w- I want to know that your vision was obscured. That you couldn't really hear him. <laughs> Have you seen the video? Yeah. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a good part. I had to cut out the video because I wasn't sure about the copyright rules of it. So. Yeah. That's why it cuts out the, the bit of Conman. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen Conman right, yet. Okay, because no. the, the, the clip of it was brilliant. It was very funny. And it it's was funny. them recording uh, lines of dialogue for a video game. And it was Milo Ventimiglia, uh, Nolan North and Alan Tudy. And with it was Gina hilarious. Torres being the director. <laughs> yes. Just uh, Alan Tudy with the, I'm bleeding from my ass. <laughs> 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 it's out on Vimeo now, isn't it? So you yeah. can go and buy. You can go and buy. They, they only mention that a couple of times that it's out on Vimeo. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy. Run away and hide. Yeah. <laughs> After everybody else going, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And then he's like, run away. <laughs> it was very good. Noel North is really funny. I had no idea he was going to be quite that that sharp and on the ball but the two of them on the stage were phenomenal I can only imagine how good it was to be there I mean I've watched Alan Tudyk's panels at Nerd HQ every year from San Diego for like the last three years yep. the guy is fucking hilarious he's all uh, signing slippers and giving them away <laughs> and, and he's boarding pass and, and giving the shower cap to the bald guy and <laughs> <laughs> 
genius. Oh, well, I don't. I think I might have zoomed in a little bit too far, and I don't think you can see the gags about the guys who were stood just to the right doing the signing for the for the death. So there's at some point they turn around and they're going poop. I pooped, and that's because they were getting the signing guy to do it all. Yeah, he was. <laughs> when they showed the video, they swapped, and that's why Alan Tudyk at one point goes, "Who are you?" Because <laughs> it's a different guy. Why? <laughs> we hadn't noticed, so yeah, it's. Well, we all really did. It was this whenever, whenever we weren't really paying attention to the sign signing anymore. It was there. Another person came on. Right? Who are you? Why are you here? And, and the bit the of context guy? at the very end of the last guy who asked that question was dressed as Jesus, which was brilliant. <laughs> really <funny. laughs> I, I, I want to say only at a Comic-Con. Spoons you know. for hands or a cat's face. <laughs> said you are not the... So that was epic, and that was that was how we ended out the con because we. we well, you can't top that. No, well, <laughs> we were going to go to the Game of Thrones panel, but l- literally that that con man one ran straight up to the wire at three o'clock. And we oh, went. To we forgot wireless. wireless. We went to wireless panel in the morning, yes, which is Andrew Lee Potts. He's got a web show called Wireless on YouTube mm. that he's it doing. It looks really good. It does look really good. Yeah, it's about a it a, a guy. Uh, he's a cop, and he's partnered with an AI. In his car. Oh God, really? Yeah, it, it actually sounds quite interesting. It sounds it's, like almost human. It, yeah, kind of, but it's all done in a kind of guerrilla filmmaking style. Okay. So he films it all on GoPros in the car and stuff. So interesting. It sounds really cool. Having watched the panel, then it it sounds really interesting the way they've done it, and he does it all himself. He's he's written it's it. A he bit edits more it. More person of interest than it. Yeah, is. I think so. But, yeah. But, that in a car because there's mean, a storyline behind the AI and stuff and so yeah there's like no sets it's just in a car yes what, going around it was quite funny when they were saying how awkward it was mm. just getting out in a car and there was body car there and just like a security get, guard giving security, him funny looks and he's just yeah. stood there waiting for the car to come round again so it's all <coughs> filmed on no budget and he just does it all himself so I, I went and said hello to him at the the booth afterwards and I've got to drop him an email to see whether he wants to come on a show at some point. Excellent. <laughs> so cool. I, I, I went and introduced myself and went, panel looked cool, interested to talk about it because he, he's very much interested in kind of how media is progressing and different ways of engaging audiences and stuff. Oh, cool. I'm lecturing on that soon. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I, I posited that he should come on the show. He should definitely come on the show. So, yes. Um, I managed to get an interview lined up for the show at some point as well. Uh, I went to Marcus's birthday. Yes. So it was like a Serenity-themed birthday, which was just perfect. Just watch Firefly and eight Chinese. But obviously Dave Mound was there, yes. who we know from before. And he is off to the Houses of Parliament to help consult on UK cybersecurity yep. policy. I've, I've had many conversations with yeah. him about it because I've done a lot of the same cybersecurity challenges. <laughs> so, yeah, he's going to come on the show at some point. Hopefully before the end of the year. And we can really nerd out. Yeah, we're going to basically look at the use, well, look at the portrayal of hacking in pop culture. So hackers, Mr. Mm. Robot, and then everything where they have someone who's like a blind spot hacking this episode. And actually talk about how much of that is doable. 
And What's you know, possible? Uh, I, 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 you won't have actually seen it, but the, the, the film that I made, I, I wrote a massive long section about, uh, it was a rant about how hacking is portrayed in, in Hollywood and about having you know, all the really cool flashy user interfaces yeah. that you click buttons and it auto-hacks and stuff like that. And then uh, about five pages later, do precisely that in the script. <laughs> I have seen the episode of Mr. Robot now where they're watching hackers... In the show, right. on that back. was that was the other premiere that was on Friday at MCM was Mr. Robot. What series two? Um, well, it was an episode that hadn't been ah, aired, okay. so wicked. So that was MCM. Yeah, mm. I, I I lived vicariously through your photos and updates that weekend. It was it was a a pretty good one. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure how this weekend was going to go because Friday was a bit slow. And I was a bit like, mm, okay, well, we'll see how the rest of the weekend goes. But Saturday just blew stuff out of the water. And then Sunday was the, the icing yeah. on, yeah, could not have gotten any better. Yeah, that's legit. Sweet. Of course, the weekend before that, we were all here uh, hey. playing a wonderful Super little board. Super Dungeon Explore! Super Dungeon Explore! <laughs> yeah. Um, Meg. Where I killed everything! Yes. Yay! <laughs> 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 Where, where Meg was a princess with a gun. Well, the brave werewolf was... bravely ran away. Yeah. A lot, Brendan. Yeah. Um, well, just the once. Just when it mattered the most. Really? Yeah. I'm going to really? try and take out the really big bad guy. Oh, I haven't killed him. Right, I'll run away. And then <laughs> run the, away, turn the tail. Transform back into a thing. Run to away start with, we all chose characters. Well, oh, I, no, 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 no. Let's, no, not, no, let's no. not follow conventional <laughs> systems of reviewing a board game. Let's just geek the fuck out. Well, I was a steampunk princess called steampunk sniper yeah sniper. you had a sniper rifle yes i had a sniper it was epic um i i was one of the there was five princesses and there was only two in the game yeah two yeah. two released so far yeah and there was it's a whole story and it was really great the i was a fey sorcerer fey alchemist yeah you the alchemist yeah yeah i was uh a werewolf. A werewolf. I was Von Wilding and Von Wilder. Depending on how big you were. Yeah. Mm. And I was the dwarf with the giant hammer of doom. <laughs> yes. Which which came giant in so stumpy hammer. Daddy, it came in so much handy at the end. It did. Yes. <laughs> and, and the whole game basically plays out. It plays out like Descent or Warhammer Quest, mm. where you have a player group and a GM controlling the monsters. But it doesn't take itself too seriously. No. Uh, I think it is a much more accessible game for younger players. I think Meg, you really enjoyed your experience, I loved didn't it. you? Because I wanted. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was that your first time playing with a model-based game? Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. I liked the models and how there was all the different demons, and you were like, "No, please don't transform. Please stay your cute little self. Please don't turn into a big bitey monster of doom." Yeah, see, I, I kind of found it to be very similar to like classic D&D, but you replace a character sheet with the cards and kind of build that up as you went along. I really liked that idea. Yeah, mm. uh, I think what Drew was saying as well is that with the new, with the new set, version 2, they're going to be adventures that run in between board game sessions, mm. so you can actually level your character up oh. more. Yeah. Yeah, so rather than, you know, taking all the cards apart and then starting again your next game, you keep it as a campaign, so you have the same character that just gets bigger and bigger. But that'd be good, because then I'd just stay my amazingness. Well, I think, I think if anything, that's one of the drawbacks of the game, is the randomness of the cards and when they're dealt out. Mm. Mm. And and because you, you once you kill a creature, you 
it drops loot like yeah. a computer game. And you were really lucky, mate, because everything oh. that dropped was super useful I, for you. I was just like, but fuck all, all use for anybody else. The dice. Roll nine. Nine. She was a little bit powerful. And yeah, then, you were I, absolutely power crazy. And I had the as well, so I was like, hello, chicken. Oh, yeah, the chicken. Chicken with an eye patch. I yeah. did like the way it played a bit like a computer game, though, where, mm. the, you know, the monsters got bigger and bigger, and then yeah. at the end bits, and all of a sudden you couldn't, you know, use your magical abilities quite so much. And you had yeah. one-up tokens for when you died. You yeah, yeah. You use one-up tokens to bring mm. people back to life again, and... Health bars flashing when you're taking too much damage, and yeah, yeah. and then healers. It's it replaced Lego Dimensions in What She Wants for Christmas. Yeah, really? It yeah. went. It no. went um, Result. Um, <laughs> Lego Dimensions. Lego Dimensions. Really want Lego Dimensions. Actually, you want Super Dungeon Explorer. Mm, I mean, so well, wants Super Dungeon Explorer. Well, the version really two uh, Kickstarter has already hit its target. It, like hit it in like 15 minutes, something stupid like that. So, mm. yeah, go oh, and back it's it. A, it's a really good game. Well, I've played it before, so I'm, and I enjoyed it. I think if you have a player group that knows the game and a dark console who can run it, then it can run quite quickly. I think because three of you and me, for example, are getting an ref- uh, introduction to the game, it did run a little longer than the 90 minutes mm. average game time. Because it took us... It was like four five hours. hours. Yeah, yeah four, four or five hours. hours. But it was more fun that way because we were all kind of <clears> just like finding our spots and our weaknesses and everything. Yeah. It took us a while to get into it though because we we learnt about the characters and and about why it was like it was. Um, mm. um, so we didn't start for a while. Yeah. And then and then we of course had our pizza break. Oh yeah, well that's well, that's, so that's you, you got to have pizza, time right? yeah. pizza. Hell yeah, that's well, important. Mummy, the reason it took so long is because of your character. Like, you, oh, yeah, you were play, you're, you're playing a special snowflake, weren't you? You were playing the alchemist, well, which had, like, like loads of special rules. You have to explain <laughs> all of your potions, and we're all, go- we're all going... Okay, one so of, the potions will we'll wait for One of my abilities later. I didn't actually find out about, and never did, because said, oh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll deal with that later, and we just never did. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, maybe that could have saved you from dying twice. No, probably not. Well, at least, you know, the reason why I died twice is because I was in the action. Mm, me too. And uh, I went I was, to go and kill yeah, all things yeah. instead of running away. Yeah. Like I a scaredy dog. I never, I never ran away. That's, that's pointed you, at me, I think. You like. ran away, you ran away. But I well, hid if I'd bushes. stayed where I was, I would have... Yeah, you hid behind bushes for like the entirety of the game. That's because I'm a sniper. If I'd stayed where I was, I'd have blocked your line of sight. <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> I blame the, you. Definitely not, but I'm going with it. Blame you. Finger of judgment. Finger of judgment. Well, we took a bunch of pictures, and I'll, I'll put them out accompanying this in the show notes. And yeah. You can see the brave werewolf running away, <laughs> leaving the, the, the fast decaying corpses of his teammates behind. Yeah. We came back and got you. Well, I'm assuming we did. <laughs> Uh, and you didn't even run in the right direction for the chest. He you went, let's go backwards instead of getting the new armour. Run away. He ran away and let the little princess deal with it. Yeah, because the little princess was fucking nails. <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> she was the hardest one on the pitch. And I was just like, oh, when is it my go? When is it my go? And you guys went, well, I don't know yet. And Bren was just like, just, 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 just do, it. do it. Just do it. Yeah, because every... The, the the turn sequence is mm. kind of unique to this sort mm. of game, I think. Um, I liked it. 
every player gets to, to act, and then after each player has acted, the dark console acts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when all four players have acted, or however many there are in the group, their actions reset, but they don't have to follow the same sequence they did before. Yeah, you can so, choose who, who goes when. So it's, it's kind of a, a softer version of initiative, isn't it? It's yeah. just you, you decide on the party order rather than rolling a dice. In, in cooperation, hmm. which skill is needed at that time. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah. Of course, as, as, the ro- as the turns go on, you lose the ability to go back to that original player, yeah. and then it has to be which, the last. Which person. kind of is like the console-based RPGs, like your Final Fantasies or so forth, where you choose which characters you put yeah. forward and use their abilities when you want them to. So it makes sense. Mm. And it got it got to a point though with where Meg got overpowered, mm. where it was just a case of well, let's just get Meg to deal with it. Well, <laughs> yeah. is, we'll all just was, stand at the back. Yeah. The, t- the tank and the melee DPS will just like stand back, but the range DPS just sort everything out for us. Sorry, I was I was a healer and and a killing machine. So I basically went die 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 die. I dread to think what that game would have ended up like if you didn't have that ability to use potions at the end of a go. Yeah, that would we would have been pools. I would have been fine. I only lost like two hearts in the game. Uh, oh, my health bar was flashing like so many times during that game. That was the main kind of shout though. Was got a potion? Give it to Megan. <laughs> <laughs> give it to Megan. For God's sake, give it to the healer. It, it was annoying when it was like when we really needed it. Come on, be a potion, not a potion. Later on in the game, five potions. Yeah, so that's the five dice mechanic, potions. isn't it? Yeah. So the dice work on a, a color scale. Blue, red, then green. Uh, as the colours improve, your, n- your chances of rolling stars for hits and successful combats increases. But also, you can roll hearts, and which, potions. yeah, which will re- refill a heart on your character or one of your choice, or a potion. Which is that? It's that computer game thing of you bash something and, yeah. and stuff falls stuff out, falls out of, of it. Yeah. Or, th- or, or there was the. Green one wasn't it? They did potion and heart. The yeah. green one you could get back. Yeah, you can combine the them. But that did mean that you could roll quite low because there were there's there's nothing one star, two star, and three star, mm. wasn't there? I think on the, on the blue dice there were blank sides. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It, it, so sometimes if you were rolling just blue, you could just roll nothing. Yeah. It was very funny though when I had all my dice and I just I just threw it and then the the game master was just like. Well, here's me and my one dice. <laughs> um, right, I think you win. <laughs> yeah. I, I found it very, very difficult to fight and play the game when I had squirrels in my trousers. That oh, was, yeah. That was when you, you just went, it's nothing, it's nothing. And then as soon as you get in there, you're just like, this is horrible. Yeah. Yeah, we both got attacked by squirrels in our trousers. Yeah. When you have two squirrels in your trousers, <laughs> it's very it difficult to difficult. fight. Mm. Um, yeah. Makes a lot of things quite tricky. Well, it would have been very, it would have been very difficult for me because it would have taken off my dice. And... Yeah. In fact, having squirrels in my trousers was what killed me the it first time. It was what killed you the it first was. time. Yeah. Yeah, and we were going. We have to quickly kill everything so you can get your stuff back. Yeah. Because um, when you die, your your items and equipment stay where you died, yeah, and you so go you pick, them pick them up. Pick them up. You get a respawn like, point. Kind of like little chest thing game where you get yeah. where you die there's a chest you yes. get it but it was just a little token and i like the tokens the the potions you got you got little tokens that had different 
things on it like a little fire and a little poison yeah and you put that on your card status effects yeah and i like the card system where you had your hearts and you had your potions yeah the build quality is really good and the models were awesome the little yeah. models of um, little potion bottles the potions yeah. and the little hearts and i love the anime kind of side to the yeah 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 the, 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 the artwork, artwork was incredible it's gorgeous. Um, i love that it doesn't take itself seriously because i've played descent and descent's a good game but like it's not necessarily fun whereas super dungeon explorer is it's a fun game oh it's fun yeah and the the enemies are very quirky, like the platypuses. And the squirrels, as we've mentioned. God damn Audrey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, little Audrey, don't. Please. And if you didn't kill it, it it would just change by itself. Yeah. And we, you can't stop the Audrey. You yeah. just have to kill it Audrey and then kill it again. Audrey was really annoying and we just went, do we face a mini boss or do we face Audrey again? Choices. The choices we have to make. Indeed. But you so really what, enjoyed it. Yeah, it was amazing. That's cool. Was that the the base game, or was that the, the, the was the Forgotten King? Was that an expansion? We that? we played with the base game, I think. Uh, that was. But we did game. play with extra characters because yeah. it wasn't the base characters. No, mm. the, the, I had a base character. You did have yeah. a base character. We had we had access to more characters, I think. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, the new new Kickstarter is up and. It's we'll stick links to it in the show notes. Already it's an awesome target. game. Yeah. You say you heard it here first. Megan, it's what she wants for Love Christmas. It. So. Love it. <laughs> Amazing. Better than Lego Dimensions, apparently. So I that means that I'm getting Lego Dimensions. That means we get two things. So <laughs> yeah, she I'm just had to know bets. She knows exactly how, <laughs> she knows exactly how to play this game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take that grin. Like, yeah, as like. grin. A, a sign that you know exactly what you're doing. Of course I do. Fair it's play. all planned out. Parent <laughs> manipulation levelled up. Achievement unlocked. Yeah. Christmas achievement? Two games. Pretty much. I can see that coming. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. All right. You know with the, um, the guy had the metal coin that you normally have little tokens for? That was yeah. like the, the character. That, that, that was a Kickstarter reward. Kickstarter, yeah. Cool. Cool. So, Meg, I got a question for you. Yes. Have you seen a Star Wars film at the cinema? Um, don't think so. No. Is Episode Seven going to be your first cinema experience of a Star Wars movie? I yes. Think so. Awesome. So well, this is this is your generation's trilogy then. Because I. Yeah, because she was too. I think she was too young to go and see Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Have I you was... seen the trailer? No, not yet. Actually, I need to. You need to see that trailer. Yes. Yeah, I will. I've seen the trailer. I've so seen the trailer. I've, I've yeah. nearly watched it a few times. I've played it for my class. Like, everyone came into lecture last week and they were all sitting down and a bit noisy and stuff and then I just put YouTube on and put the trailer on and there was a hush <laughs> descending over the lecture theatre followed by, like, a round of applause followed by students starting to make plans to go on a class trip <laughs> to watch it. Well. Trying to get SE to pay for it. I was just like, if you want SE to pay for it, it'll be a hard ask, but just make sure you mention all the times that Lucasfilm and THX have influenced both the film and the audio industry, and you might have a have a chance. Mm. I mean, right they've the got... business case. Yeah, That's they've the got no they've got no chance SE paying for it, but they should definitely try. It's a good way to become the best teacher with play trailers. <laughs> So you spotted my cutting plan. Yes. <laughs> we seem to have spotted each other's plans. I do. Okay, so things coming out of the trailer then. Um, I want to know why Ray was so angry, why she fired that 
blaster in anger. Mm. Uh, there's still no sign of Luke Skywalker in the trailers. Well, that's it. everybody's still saying that it, it, it's that's Luke with his hand on Artin. Yeah, so I he's guess that... in it, but that's all we've seen. All we've we seen. haven't seen his face or anything. So the the internet rumor mill has gone mental, suggesting that he's uh, gone dark. Which wouldn't <clears throat> be too far off the mark. He was a he was the grey Jedi in the EU. Mm. So he walks the line between light and dark without giving in to the dark. Um, there's th- there's other theories that he's Kylo Ren, which is utter bullshit, mm. because Kylo Ren is clearly uh, Ray's twin, yes, and one of Han and Leia's kids. Mm. I mean, I mean uh, that's not a spoiler, I don't think. No, I think that's pretty much a given. <laughs> yeah, I think anyone who knows anything about the expanded universe knows that they're probably going to use some of the stuff that's been stripped from canon to like inform these characters and stories. Uh, so yeah, I think. Ray and Kylo are definitely brother and sister. Yeah. See, I didn't, of course, see the first trilogy because I was too young. Um, and then for the second one, I got all really excited. And I was in Chicago and I saw it um, a month before everyone here. And it was the biggest disappointment. <laughs> Preaching to the choir. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really building Just myself like... up for it all that much. Apart from I was quite excited that it was um, quite a bit was filmed in Newbury, all the outside scenes. And there's the... a load of it that's blatantly in the Lake District. Yeah. Just, just hands up everyone at home right now listening to the podcast. Were you disappointed with episode one? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I felt a disturbance in the force as if a thousand voices cried out in unison. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're definitely not alone in that, Emma. I think. I think. I think the last Millions generation of childhoods crushed. One <laughs> fell swoop. Yeah, the, 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 the Star Wars trilogy for the last generation. Yeah, they got dicked. They got, they got dicked hard with that. I refer you to Spaced Season yeah. 2, Episode 1. <laughs> it still hurts, Bilbo. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's, there's that little, <laughs> there's that little spinny toy. Seems to be oh, BB-8. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Everyone's quite enthusiastic about that one already. Well, I'm enthusiastic about it because at Star Wars Celebration last year they brought it out on stage. It's an yeah. actual model, so I'm super enthusiastic about the fact yeah. that he's using props. I mean, we've used, we've said that a few times before, like practical, effects. practical sets, practical effects. That's Hell so much yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it just looks great. When you go back and look at old films where they actually were proper, yeah. they're, they're so much better than using CGI. That's why Jurassic Park has dated less than I'm sure Jurassic World will. Jurassic World will date because of the special effects mm. used. Jurassic Park is still timeless. Yeah, because it's practical effects. Yeah. It's, yeah. So what did you make of the trailer? Uh, yeah, utterly blown away by it. I, I, wasn't, uh, I was expecting a 30-second teaser, not like a three-minute thing. I was like, Wow. So there's a lot in there. Um, so it does look like, you know, John Boyega is a stormtrooper who lands somewhere and obviously defects. Yeah. So there's kind of shades of the Carl Katarn story there, um, potentially. Yeah. And on the poster, he looks like he's definitely got the hang of using the lightsaber. I mean, yeah. the stance he's got is definitely one that's informed by training. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm going to say that's, you know, it's a similar story to Carl Gattans, yeah. which would be interesting. And does seem to... Well, because it, it must mean that they're making a break from the 
prequel trilogies where it's established that the stone troopers are all clones of of Django Fett. Well, yeah, it would have to, wouldn't it? So, yeah. Would have to seem. And and thus, you know, maybe that was the army for the clone wars and then stormtroopers just became people after that that go inside them and are different shapes, sizes and, and personalities and not all clones of Django Fett. Yeah, and some of them are a little short. Apparently so. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I... I I was blown away by it. I, yeah. I can't. I can't wait. You know, some of the shots of the you know the X-wings speeding across the lakes and stuff just looks phenomenal. And the battles around what we can only assume is the Starkiller base. Yeah. Like the the big ice planet, which is the home to the First Order, and as they're flying around, you see the trenches. Yeah, which big make, trenches. It's like you know, that, that, are they really trying another Death Star? <laughs> well, it's kind of yeah. There's no thermal exhaust port. It's a fucking planet. <laughs> So I'm not sure what the crack is there, but we'll see what goes on. Yeah. But yeah, it's it was interesting. Um, and yeah, there's a lot more questions raised by it that are asked. You know, what's Leia so upset about, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, I think someone put forward through that actually she's she's upset about finding out that her children are basically responsible for the fate of the universe. You know, Ray versus Kylo. Mm. And there's precedent in the expanded universe for those guys not being with Han and Leia. Mm. Because they were sent off, because they were, tar- what, Jason and Jada were targeted quite a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. It sh- well, it should be interesting to see how it plays out. I, I think so. And, you know, we're, we're counting down the weeks now. Yeah. We're, what, eight weeks away now? Yeah. Yeah, I think December 16th yeah. is technically the first day. I mean, it's seven. It's December 17th, but yeah. it's like one minute past midnight. But The View in Oxford has got nine screenings of it. We're podcasting on the 16th. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to podcast and then go to the midnight screening. <laughs> that might have to be a plan. Because I'm definitely seeing the midnight screening. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yes. Because there's, there's, no <laughs> so. there's no way we're I'm waiting. There's no way I'm waiting. Does this mean late night? Well, it means, <laughs> it late means, night. means early morning. Yeah, early morning. So like, just like phoning sick to school the next day, Meg. Miss, I was, I was just, just I'm so tired of watching Star Wars. This is it. This is your this is your trial by fire. Can you stay up late enough to watch a Star Wars film oh. <laughs> live at the cinema? Well, don't yeah. worry. If there's coffee involved, I'll be fine. <laughs> In the morning at school, it's one, two, three. But this is a big deal, Meg. This is a big deal. This is your first cinema experience of a mm. Star Wars film. Mm. So you got to enjoy it. I will. Awesome. Cool. So I think it's safe to say we're all excited. Yeah. Yeah. Cast our minds back, what, two and a half years ago when we first heard about this? Yeah. Then the, uh, yeah, what was it? We were in this room. Mm. We were in this very room where it all began. Raging that J.J. Abrams been picked. Mm. I was not happy with that. Yeah, I, I, I think I recall I was okay with it. Yeah, I mm. think I had an issue with it, mainly because of the... The risk that he would homogenise two yes, the, the, separate the two sci-fi franchises, yeah. but I'm actually, based on hearing him talk about it at conventions, and seeing what he's done with it behind the scenes, um, yeah, I'm actually okay with it. And the fact that he's not sticking on for the other two, the other two are going to be directed by other people. Yes. So like, we'll so see. He's, no, he's not running the entire show. Yeah, he's no, just he's just this launching this new trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Bring it on. Plus, it meant that we get to keep Neil Blomkamp for Alien 5. Mm. So, yes. okay. Yes, I saw the new pictures of the pulse rifle yeah. the other week. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And the entire LARP community, community went, 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 went,
<laughs> quite excited. <laughs> cool. So, last piece of news for today's episode. Well, yeah, the last last discussion point. Yeah. Walking Dead. Did Facebook they... seemed to go a bit crazy. Yeah. I called it. <laughs> Did they kill Glenn? Um... My take is, yeah, absolutely, you see him getting torn to pieces. And then everyone else is saying, no, you don't, you just see Nicholas's body on top of him getting torn to pieces. But why would he be screaming? In pain and yeah, blood it would flying make sense. out. I, I think he's dead. I think the only way he's coming back is in flashbacks and, and side stories. I think he's dead too. And I'm only bothered... Because they didn't kill him the way they should have killed him. Well, I, 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 I think he lasted longer than he did in the comics. No, did you not? I thought that in the no, comics it was the get, governor that we get. No, we get to the wolves. It's um. Was it the wolves? It's, I, Na- I it's it was the governor. It's Nagan that kills him. Right. Okay. His first, his first act on meeting Rick's group is just to uh, the baseball bat. It's to smash mm-hmm. Glenn's head in with Lucille. Issue hundred. <laughs> so yeah, but I'm not sure. I mean, I. I th- it definitely looks like he's dead. You see entrails getting ripped out all over the place, and yes, he's screaming. Even if he is underneath a body, there is no way he can get out of that. Yeah, no, they're going to just eat through Nicholas and yeah. get straight to him. Yeah. And if he wasn't being eaten, why would he scream? Yeah. Because he knows not to keep if keep I was shut up. A body, I'd scream. Yeah, but Glenn's a survivor. He knows. Yeah. He knows to just shut up, and he knows that like Walker guts have been used to disguise them in yeah. the past. So if he just lets them eat Nicholas. And just tries to be as still as possible, as quiet as possible, as every chance he could survive. But he's screaming. Mm. I'm not sure why he's screaming. In. Probably pain. Probably being eaten. I, I think being torn to pieces would yeah. make you scream. <laughs> yeah. So it's it was a fairly quick discussion point. But well, is Glenn dead? In, yes. In, in my opinion, yes. I yeah. think he's dead, and I, I, I don't see any way of coming back from it that isn't a cheat. You have been wrong. I've, I've totally I've been wrong, but I've, I've called pretty much everything so far this season in Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. I thought they were going a different way with episode two. I thought um, Carol was going to get proper evil, lock the wolves in Alexandria, and then call the herd back. Mm. That's how I saw it going. Okay. But they played play it differently. But how good was it to have badass Carol back? Oh, yes. Yeah, and she was. That was Rambo Carol yeah. back again. So good. So good. Uh, we should also probably say that we were completely wrong about Supernatural. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry, Supernatural. That's what I was referencing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, on our season we roundup episode. Back. We didn't mean it. We still love you. <laughs> we we're just not expecting them to actually go and finish that so quickly. Mm. They basically resolved the whole who's ill this time storyline by, the end of episode, by two. episode two. So fair play to you. Yeah, you 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 didn't stretch it out for an entire season. Well done. Yeah, and they should just give up though. They're making everything worse. Well, yeah, they they are. I think they started to acknowledge that in the show now though as yes. well. <laughs> so that's kind of good. It's getting very meta to to some points. <laughs> it always has been very yeah. meta, supernatural. But yeah, I think it's. But Crowley is awesome mm. this season. You like to watch this show? She's never watched Supernatural. She was very young when it started. Yeah. She she would have been three when it started. Um, (laughs) So uh, it's not something she's ever caught up on. I mean, 
She has been binge watching things recently um, to uh, catch up on stuff. Binge watched the hell uh, out of Archer. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> that I, show I, is. I cried at the end of season five. <laughs> that show is so inappropriate for you, Meg. <laughs> Why are you watching Archer? <laughs> because it's funny. Because my brother introduced me to it, <laughs> so I introduced these these lot to it. Shit, I've only seen the first three episodes. She's watched six seasons. <laughs> so, what do you think of Archer Vice? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Really. Different take on the entire thing. Yeah, it's... they're no longer working for the for the spy company. Oh, okay. They're just dealing drugs, <laughs> <laughs> straight up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised, is, Meg. But this fair is, play. This is Manchester. She's done in um, Family Guy, South mm. Park, and South, South Park. Park. She's done in oh, Arch- 17 seasons of South Park. I... Arch is funnier than both of them. Yeah, it, it is. So she's really done all that in the last couple of months. <laughs> Haven't you got studies to be getting on with? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> pesky school thing again. <laughs> getting in the way of binge watching. You're just going to be a pop culture commentator like your father. <laughs> Fair play. Well, well, that's yeah. it, because you know, we, we were talking at the weekend about, you know, she was like, how do I get a press pass? It's like, well, you have to start doing stuff. So, so uh, I could review Archer. <laughs> she might start doing stuff. I enjoy Archer. Well, what, el- what, what else have you started doing? To, uh, like to, yesterday, what did you start doing? Oh yeah, playing The Last of Us, <laughs> ah. and I watched um, Tucker and Dale, Tucker and Dale Evil. Evil. That's a great film. <laughs> she was trying to catch up on on the people she'd seen. On the at people the I saw, yeah. Ah, so cool, 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 yeah, yeah. Alan Tudyk in Tucker and Yeah, yeah. So Dale now, Evil. now she has first-hand experience of running away from zombies. I, I, I yeah, it, it was, it was a uh, yeah, something. I was just sat there, my heart. I could hear my heart rate. I was like, Do you know <laughs> which scared. of the characters in The Last of Us are Nolan North? Um, That's Joel. 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 I was very happy when I found Ellie. Yay! Wicked. So there were things that she couldn't watch originally, like Dexter. Um, I still haven't seen that yet. You still haven't seen Dexter. Who was it talking about Dexter this weekend? It was Edward James Olmos was talking about Dexter. Who was like, going, you know, you're talking about sci-fi being dark. Look at Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> that was very dark. Apparently, uh, he goes around in character all the time, and you're going to be freaked out. Hmm. And saying, oh, that was a very, very dark series for me to do. But I didn't do it. Spoilers! Yeah, he, he was having fun with spoilers about stuff. It's like, spoilers, I was dead all along. It wasn't me. I was in the freezer. I died four months before it appeared. <laughs> Funny man. He really is. So say we all. So say we all. That's how he walked off stage shouting that. <laughs> and Did... everybody in the crowd was shouting back. Good. They stand at the same time. Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> Should fucking hope so. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> cool. Cool. I think that's everything for this week. Yeah. Cool. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, by all means. Well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll. I think we'll catch up on Doctor Who as we get closer to the end of this season because apparently Maisie Williams is due back again in episode 10. Awesome. Um, really? Yes. She did. I've yeah, but as as a quick aside, I will say that this is probably the best season Doctor Who in, mm. yeah, in, a long in, time. in a long time. A lot of people were very upset at the weekend. A lot of people have been very upset, yeah. but I, I disagree with them vehemently. Yeah. I think this is stunning. I, I love Doctor Who, but I've never been shy in coming forward to criticise it when I think it's not met the mark mm. in terms of 
good narrative, good characters. This season is entirely different. This season, the the, the fact that they're playing with two part stories is giving them much more time to yep. flesh out characters and plot and narrative, and it's awesome. It Every needs, single episode is awesome. Parties. It yeah. really does. Mm. You you need time to do that. You need an hour and a half to tell a story and at least. In yeah. any TV really show, do. Doctor Who or anything, you need time to be able to expand because an yeah. hour, 45 minutes is not long enough. No. No. But, you know, people think that it's going to be, like, oh, it's going to be way too long for an episode and I don't know if I could tune in for that long. And I like the fact that it is over two weeks and you're like, I really want to see it now. Yeah. See, really classically, classically would be yeah, over classic- four, would be over three, four, maybe five or six episodes, you know. Yeah, most of them were four or six episodes, yeah. the classic Who. You really... Four 20-minute episodes, so... It's nice to have that gap in between when you're kind of... You're thinking about the story yeah. and how it it's going to, to happen. Go. This is, this is, that's literally the whole point of a cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. You know, they always used to finish with a cliffhanger because it would mm. have you talking about the show and wondering what's going to happen yeah. until the next week mm. came out. It I wouldn't g- just wrap everything yeah. up neatly for the end of an episode. I mean, it's possibly a lot harder to have cliffhanger episodes in... in with with new media because mm. it will get spoiled. There'll be someone on set or something will leak. So maybe they've moved away because they couldn't keep the secrecy aspect of it, mm. which is how cliffhanger episodes worked. But the fact that they're returning to it in series in, in this series with the two parties is great. And yeah, was the Doctor a ghost at the end of episode three? Mm. That was like the cliffhanger that kept you coming back for episode yep. four. Um, so much. So much love for this season, um, and I'm just so gutted that Jenna Coleman's leaving because it looks like her and Capaldi have finally clicked. See, I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm still not gutted that she's leaving. I want somebody else in. I want a normal companion. Well, my, 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 yeah, I like Clara. My only problem is that like, if they get a new companion, they're going to have like the first half of the next season, like introducing. Yeah, and like settling down. The companion with the doctor is like, as an audience, we've seen this so many times. We don't need it. They just need to, they just need to get that over and over with nice and quickly. Do it at Christmas. I see. They I, probably will. Yeah. Do it I at Christmas. I say Maisie Williams with uh, <laughs> the, the doctor. Yeah. It would be nice, but it's been, it's been officially happen. it's been officially confirmed that she is not. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't have time. No. No, yeah, she's she quite busy with another little, little show. Busy. <laughs> she's doing this, um, this fantasy drama series. I think. New spin-off as well. Of what? Doctor, Doctor Who, Who yeah. Um, when's out? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't think even think it started filming yet. The, the mm. high school one, so it's yeah. set in, the, in in Coal Hill School. Well, does that mean we're going to be seeing more of Clara because it's going to be in the school? Well, no, Clara yeah. will not be the teacher there. I imagine. I imagine she's going to. I imagine she's going to be quite dead. Probably, or or, or incapacitated in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Because sometimes they do go. Yeah, they're just going, just going to so. dump you home. She's had, I, I she's think had there's two been too much. Exits already. Yeah. And she's ended up coming back. Yeah. There's um, been so much foreshadowing this series. I think she's probably going to die. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be the second. Well, yeah, the second one. Yeah. It will only be one of the. Is it the second companion ever to die? Because it was Adric and. I was thinking of Adric. I can't think of any of this. Yeah, I think Adric was is the only one mm-hmm. who's who's died. actually died. Oh. Well, there there are, there are a couple of random ones. There was Sarah Kingdom. She aged to death in one of the really early episodes. I think it was Doctor. I think it was first Doctor. I think it was that mm. one. If you think about it, Amy did die, but she died you know, in the past. In the past, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, that's a good point, Mike. And then. Rose got sent away to another time. Ah, but yeah, she didn't die. She didn't die. She didn't die. Yeah. Donna Noble didn't die. Well, Martha yeah. Jones. That's the thing. Dying. She's coming back. Who is? 
Donald Nagel. Oh, yeah. Ah, Donna, yes, big and, and David Tennant are doing big, big finish yes. stories. Yes. Which is awesome because I, I, I always loved Donna Noble as a companion. I mm. thought she was one of the greats. Mm. And David Tennant is one yeah. of the good ones. Mm. Who's your doctor? My doctor is Christopher Eccleston, I think. Chris Eccleston? Chris Eccleston, yeah. yeah. Um, but which one did you actually click with first? It was, I really it was Matt Smith because she didn't like David Tennant at the time he was on but TV. I really love him now and yeah. I love him as an actor. Yeah. He's really But the first Doctor you clicked with properly was Matt Smith. Yeah. She was petrified. Mm. Yes. Um, but I do really like Peter Capaldi and I think he's a really, really oh, good I Doctor. I think he's a great Doctor. And the way that he balances seriousness with... Him being crazy, yes, yeah. and it's just really it's we, we're particularly liking the hoodie and jacket. It's oh. yeah, it's, it's the, the the whole dogma outfit, the angels from dogma, yeah. the suit jackets with the the hoodies over the top. One of my personal he, favorite looks. He's got Matt Smith, who's dressed very old <clears throat> with a very young face, and mm. then yeah. you've got the opposite where you've got Capaldi, who is old, who's dressing, dressing young, very yeah. dressing old. very young, I'm, and back with his trout and trousers. I'm quite enjoying the kind of. The way that they were saying about how he's his face, the way that he's come back from being yeah. they, they explained the face. Yeah, that, yeah. that was that was great. I like that. Of course, the small issue with that is it refers back to the fires of Pompeii. Yes. Of which Amy's in that episode as well. Mm-hmm. So would that also be part of the that doesn't link? <laughs> yes, yeah, because the yeah, the actress who plays Amy Pond is one of the Daughters that yeah. get sacrificed. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're all remembering back and existing like that. Yes. I think it was a nice touch. It, it was, was nice. nice. It was a nice explanation. It was a nice like you know, question being. Yeah, it was good to see them use you know the actual chunks of the episode and get David Tennant you know, the, yeah. in there as his. That has the been a lovely thing this season. Is is the old footage mm. and the using the memories and um, well, dialogue. They've been using I a think lot of the I think we're going to see that a lot more. Apparently, I think episode eleven, which is the one in hell. Mm. Mm is the first episode where it's just the Doctor. There Whoa. is nobody else, no supporting characters, no wow. companion. That's going to be it's interesting. just the Doctor. And there are rumours that there are other Doctors making an appearance in this episode. Mm. Interesting. I liked it when Missy referred back to the, yes. the old one who was saying about how... Like, oh, but Missy's just awesome. She Missy's is. just epic. She is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we want more of Missy. She'll be back. Anyways. We should wrap up. That was, that was longer than we wanted. <laughs> uh, longer than we wanted. Sorry. It was longer than I thought we were going to talk Sorry. about Doctor Who. Never, apo- never apologise, Meg. Never apologise for talking about Doctor Who. So I guess just before we sign off then, make sure you check out the YouTube channels and the website for all the stuff that's coming out over the next couple of weeks from MCM. Yeah. <laughs> well, you said it. <laughs> well, well, what I said, yeah, that. So, yeah, go, go and check it out and, and see some of the fun stuff that we got up to. And, and the, super, about in this. the Super Dungeon Explore mm. version 2 Kickstarter. Yep. Um, yes. Yep, and uh, we'll have the photos for that all attached to the show notes. Mm-hmm. And book your tickets for Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. Star see you there, Wars. midnight. <laughs> With your lightsabers. <laughs> I'm bringing mine. And then we can have, we can have another midnight battle. I'm not fighting you again, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want his ass kicked once yeah. again. <laughs> cool. <laughs> right, well, that's definitely it now for this time. Thank you all for listening. I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. I've been Emma. And I've been Megan. And until next time, 
Take care and be excellent to each other. Oh, my God.